0: Warning.
1: The True Blue Punting Podcast is about sports and betting.
0: So please gamble responsibly and know that we don't take responsibility for any money you may lose if you choose to follow our bets. <laughs>
1: All right. Welcome into episode nine of the True Blue Punting Podcast. You've got Jimmy and myself, Zach, back on the podcast this week. Uh, We are changing it to a Wednesday from now just because uh, we've got NRL team lists and AFL team lists coming out. So it's a little bit easier to read kind of what's going on for the week. So,
0: yep. And it gives us another day to prepare for, well, this kind of global crisis that's going on at the moment. So, Sports changing daily here in Australia. It hasn't changed too much over in the states or in Europe or anything like that. And mostly everything's been cancelled. But in Australia, it's still a day-to-day issue. Day-to-day issue. So yeah. uh, we're still kind of playing it by ear. The NRL's going ahead this round, but we're unsure of the AFL itself. They haven't made a call as of yet. Scotty, uh, Scotty from marketing had said,
1: <laughs> "It's it's their call." So. We were, they will be making a call today, though, whether the AFL will be going ahead for round one. So, they've left it a little bit late. I mean, I don't know what I they're know. deciding on now. They could have decided it this morning or
0: yeah, <laughs> last know, night. Yeah, I don't know. They must be all just having a having a nice cup of tea, mate. A couple of bickies. No rush in the AFL headquarters. Yeah, exactly. Self-isolating Old themselves. Gil McLaughlin. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for, but... Hopefully they don't cancel because we've got a few games on in the AFL this week. Yeah, that we'll uh, we'll get to in a couple of segments there. But we kind of just wanted to run through, bring it all up to speed because obviously we're a weekly podcast, so we can't do a daily uptake. So we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about in terms of cancellation of sports codes and the likes
1: globally. So, um, so this is all stuff we'd normally bet on too. So exactly, kind of hurts so. our pockets a little bit. <laughs> And or does it not?
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes our uh, pockets a bit fatter, I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, as everyone should know by now, the coronavirus is spreading through the world pretty quickly. Uh, quicker than Jade Knock and Ball through Port Macquarie High School. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't muck around in Port Macquarie, the Bulldogs boys.
0: Um, yeah, big pandemic. And that pandemic is, of course, the coronavirus, not NRL players having sex with school girls. <laughs> <laughs> In case you missed it, uh, the boys had a field day last week after we recorded the podcast in Port Macquarie. Yeah. Um so yeah, they've both been sacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, good first round for the NRL there. So um yeah mate, we uh we've got a couple of cancellations here. So the NBA has been uh suspended until further notice um after Rudy Gobert tested positive for the Jazz after yeah. he, Pretended to wipe his hands all over the microphones, this stupid stupid absolute bastard. idiot.
1: I've never seen karma come around and bite someone in the ass so hard, but uh, that's really good. Good on you, Rudy Gobert I oh know, what he's a man. And Actually, he's now giving it to his best friend Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> and old Donovan is not happy about it. Apparently nah. he gave
0: him a real sprain over it, so he would have. Yeah. If I would have, hey, If someone gave it to me after kissing me goodnight. Yeah. Kissing the homies good night, he's giving me coronavirus.
1: Yeah. You've also got now. Kevin Durant's tested positive this morning and three other Nets players. So I'm sure after he's been kissing Kyrie goodnight, he's also contracted the virus as well. And uh, Christian Wood at Detroit Pistons. Um, (laughs)
0: Look, to be honest with you, it might actually make the Pistons a bit better. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can't see their season getting
1: any worse because now they literally just can't lose to any team. I think the the thing with this as well, like seeing... NBA players still contracting the virus now. I don't know if they've put in the right precautions, like from staff and that. If they've got the right information and they're not isolating, because as a professional athlete, you'd you'd have to be pretty stupid to not be isolating yourself at the moment.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. They should just do a Deva, Devin Booker uh, mock up there and. Just live stream. Just get on the
1: get play a computer games. Sit at home. Exactly. I don't know. Chill out. But I mean, jump on. Grind, I mean, don't the know. NRL players and AFL players are pretty much in isolation, other than going to training yeah. and playing a game. So, and that's that's the reason they're the basically the two only sports on the planet that are running at the moment because yeah, they've taken extra precaution to make sure that their players don't catch the virus. So.
0: Yeah, which is good. Good to see. Uh, it's good to see for us because we've still got something to do on the weekend, especially the NRL. I can't see that actually finishing for maybe another few rounds because they've put in all the measures that you just you just said. Yeah. Um, the AFL touch and go. And the AFL women's, we actually haven't heard anything from the AFL no. on that. And they're still letting people watch the games. So... Like, no, they stopped it. They must be. I was about to yeah, say they must have to do it for this weekend because... It's coming into the finals for the AFLW, so... That sucks for them, hey. But uh, they're still going ahead. Some other leagues that aren't going ahead here is March Madness, so which is um, hosted by the NCAA, which is college basketball in the States. So it's a pretty much you win, you go forward, you lose, you go home. Competition for the best
1: basketball team in the country. Bookies in America are missing out big Billions. time. It's billion, like yeah. $9 billion it brings in like a week or something that people March bet Madness. on it's the biggest betting month any in yeah. the States, I'd say.
0: yeah um, Especially because you've got NBA in the back burner too, which is now on pause. Some of the other leagues as well, um, NHL, which is similar schedule to NBA, so not too sure what they're going to do with playoffs. The MLB, UEFA Champions League, the EPL, the Euros, uh, all cricket, the Golf Masters, the F1, the French Open has been pushed back the Kentucky Derby as well. Yeah. Biggest horse race in the states.
1: Olympic qualifiers.
0: Yeah. Wimbledon's
1: uh, looking like it could be cancelled. Yeah. Devastating. Which is apparently the the first time Wimbledon's could be cancelled since World War 2.
0: That's, That's the same nice. as the, the Kentucky Derby. That's the first time they've had to change the date since the yeah. Second World War.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But at least we've still got the NRL and AFL running over here, so... Exactly. So, we're happy boys here in Australia. Uh, so, we <laughs> we'll,
0: you'll still find us at the casino on a Thursday night. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. But, uh, yeah, mate. Um, some big news in the NFL as well.
1: Massive news. Massive news. They've... Um, I think it's March 16 over there that all the players are able. If you're a free agent or trade talks, you can begin talking with other clubs, and it's just kicked off in the last 24 hours with just some massive signings and mm. big, like yeah, I'm a fan of this it. guy. I love to bring it. Bringing
0: light into this kind of dark world in sports at the moment, so I'm all for
1: it. I absolutely love it. I think maybe the NRL and AFL can look at probably modelling their trade windows off this instead of having mid-season signings and stuff like that. Um, It's just super exciting. I mean, we don't have NFL for another six months. (laughs) Yeah, But it's getting me excited already for the season, so...
0: There's no... Yeah, there's no reason, like, they haven't suspended or anything yet because they've obviously...
1: Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. They did. Who? (laughs) (laughs) My Chiefs. But, uh, Uh, yeah, I mean, biggest signing news, I guess, is Tom Brady telling the Pats that he's not going to be there next year and then... Massive. That's
0: huge. He's been there since day one. And if you haven't been anywhere in the last 20 years, he's won six Super Bowls with them. They've been the most successful uh, NFL organisation in history now from Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So interesting to see who's going to
1: take his
0: place there.
1: I think they've got a pretty good backup quarterback. I I can't remember his name, but he's a real... Yeah, right. But... Um, He then also signed a couple hours later with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, Mm. that's a big signing. I don't
0: know how he's going to fit in there. Uh, Poor old
1: Jameis Winston
0: has uh, (laughs) just been given the flick. Yeah. (laughs) So, he might. it's interesting to see what's going to happen to him, if he's whether to go back up or not. Um, But, yeah, that's massive.
1: They've tightened into $19 now to win the Super Bowl, which is, that's pretty big. Brady and Evans... Good yeah. combo. Um, I
0: still don't have them getting close. Probably not, no. <laughs>
1: but, but I mean...
0: It's a good one to jump on. There's always a roughie that makes it playoffs. It could be Tampa Bay in playoffs.
1: They could cause an upset here mm. or there, just like the uh, Titans did this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, there's been a couple of other massive trades as well.
1: Yep. You've got Philip Rivers, uh, who's left the Chargers, and he's signed with the Indi- Indianapolis Colts, which yeah. is a pretty big signing for them. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that'll probably get them up in that maybe number two spot and fighting for a wild card in that division, in that division, yep. You'd hope so, yeah. Then you've got the young Teddy Bridgewater on his way to the Carolina Panthers, which puts Cam Newton in a bit of a tough spot.
0: Yeah, I know, former number one draft pick. They've um, uh,
1: basically told him to seek a trade and look elsewhere.
0: Yeah, right. He could, uh, oh, I don't know. Chargers must be going in the draft then if they're because they had a pretty awful, awful season. They must be trying to pick up one of these up-and-coming uh, quarterbacks because the draft is going to be stacked, and that has no... Uh, I haven't heard anything about his postponed or suspended yet. No, neither have I, but... But that's going to be stacked. There's there's so many good quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, exactly. So Crazy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. There's also been... Um, Stefan Diggs.
1: Stefan?
0: Best, best known for the uh, miracle in Minnesota against the Saints in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Yep. He's been traded from the Minnesota Vikings to the Buffalo Bills, which we both really like.
1: That's a huge. I, re- I reckon that could be the best signing. Like, the, for value, for money, what you're going to get from him. Like, the Bills already showed last season, they, they are a contender. To make the playoffs and signing someone like Stefan Diggs Massive. I think especially now that they they could they'll be divisional leaders now yeah. that Brady's, Brady's obviously gone, left yeah. the Patriots.
0: So mm. yeah, wow. Yeah, I know, because Bill's Bill's defence is one of the best in the league. The only thing they have to sort out is their offense, which has been hit and miss. Uh they've been doing it a lot on the run game, but Stefan Diggs is a yeah, a highly talented wide wide receiver there. So Look for the Bills to push deep next season.
1: Yeah. And if you think he's probably not the best signing, there's arguably DeAndre Hopkins. (laughs) Yeah. To the Arizona Cardinals, leaving the Texans. I like this one as well. So do I. We both like this one. We've been talking about this on
0: Off Air. Kyler Murray, young, exciting quarterback. Um, has been likened to Russell Wilson. He's going to be throwing to DeAndre Hopkins now, as well as Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, still, Larry, so. old Larry. Old Larry is still putting in the miles. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> surely is. he's going to break that down off, though,
1: Yeah, wow, that offense. There's just options everywhere. It's going to be stro- It's going to be tough to to stop that running game with those with those. And now we can so. throw
0: deep downfield too with Hopkins. And yeah, exactly. Hopkins just doesn't put him down. So. Cardinals would be a good team to watch next year. Yeah,
1: they could be a good team to really like cause a few upsets and make a bit of money on underdogs. Mm. If uh, if everyone's
0: still alive after this global pandemic, but um, Ryan Tannehill, if you miss it in the NFL as well, he's. He was a backup quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. He's now the starting quarterback. He took their offense to the third best in the league after he got the starting position, and he signed a huge extension to the Titans, uh, which is good. So look for them to push deep again, maybe even win their division. Uh, But we'll see. You've got uh, Marcus Mariota, who was the starting quarterback over Ryan Tannehill. He's been traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. So... Interesting to see what happens with Derek Carr as well. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen there. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much most of the major trades so far
1: here. Yep. You've got Dak Prescott, I guess. So oh, just okay, got the, yeah. The tag. It's not a trade, but just got that franchise tag player. So, yeah. big money for Dak coming in. Good on him. Straight to uh,
0: straight to Miami, mate. Yep. Straight to Club Live. Yep. Hooking over some biddies. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Zeke. Yeah. Trying to get a bit of uh, lessons off the NRL boys, how to be involved in a scandal.
1: <laughs> um, I'm sure they've got a few tips for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do a high school talk, man. Make sure you right. film everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be trigger finger happy on the camera. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're the NFL trades and kind of some of the bigger, bigger um, news that we haven't touched on yet is the NFL has actually stopped... Uh, Testing for weed. Marijuana. marijuanas. So the players are going to be injecting Marijuana's left, right and centre.
1: Yeah. Um, which I reckon is good for the game. Good for the game. It's going to, I reckon, yeah, I don't know. It can go either way. I mean, you're going to have players recovering quicker and easier and being able to kind of help those niggling injuries that they may have along and, get them on the field more often than not, probably. Yeah,
0: so. get them quicker recoveries as well, which is good to see. Um, I'm really interested to see how they're going to rock up on game time, whether yeah. they've had a couple of <laughs> Hong before Kongs before game. games, <laughs> <laughs> which I really like. I wish this yeah. was around years ago when Marshall Lynch was yeah. at his finest because he would have been fropping on exactly this side. Exactly right, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on that one. So we'll see how we go. Uh, but I think we should... Maybe move into our
1: first sport of the week First here. sport of the week, yeah, let's go.
0: Thurston to choose from which Coote. He hits it, he's yes! got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend and probably Rugby League immortality.
1: That's it. We're kicking off our first sport this week with the Rugby League, the NRL. They're going into round two this week. Uh, they're playing in front of no crowd no audience allowed at the at the games which is pretty big for them
0: yeah which is um yeah it's gonna be a little eerie but same as uh some of the games last
1: week most of the crowd chose not to show
0: up so I guess it'd be yeah, similar it to that
1: a depleted crowd there so it's gonna be interesting I kind of hope uh they actually keep the player mics turned up or the field <laughs> mics <laughs> yeah because there's gonna be no crowd and I can't wait to listen to those boys just get swearing. your finger out of my yeah. asshole <laughs> <laughs> swearing left right and center going off at each other yeah the banter out there are gonna be awesome to hear
0: you wouldn't even need any player mics it'd just be bull hop on an absolute mission <laughs> exactly exactly so
1: yeah it's gonna be a good week to be sitting at home watching the nrl because unfortunately none of us can go to the games which
0: yeah i know and even more disappointing because we've got a game here that no teams are from the Gold Coast, but they're playing on the Gold Coast too. So that would have been good to go and watch. But
1: yeah. <laughs> would have been a huge crowd.
0: No, no, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, bigger than a Gold Coast home game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> so uh, my first game of the week that I'm looking at to be putting some money on is the St. George Illawarra Dragons are playing the Penrith Panthers.
0: Yep, your team last week.
1: My team last week got the upset over the Roosters, which yeah. was a pretty... Pretty convincing performance, I think. They look strong. Yeah, look good, look good. For the first week. So, uh, Dragons, though, they'll be looking to bounce back. They had a pretty poor loss over the Tigers. Bit scrappy out there, bit wet. Bit of a wet game. But, I mean, they couldn't come away with it. Which pretty Dragons, unlucky as well. Yeah, would be disappointing for them because they were definitely in it. But with uh, Penrith having that massive win over the defending premiers, I think that'll give him heaps of confidence going into this week, which yeah. I believe that's why I'm betting on the Panthers to win. They have won the previous two head-to-head uh, matches. So, for me, I'm betting on Penrith and looking at the handicaps only at minus four at the moment. So, I e- think... That's I not think, too bad. Yeah. I yeah, I'd uh, I'd agree with you there, mate. I've got the Panthers
0: beating the Dragons too as well as one of my tips. Um, I just like the Panthers on the money line at $1. sixty-five yeah. as well. So for them to come off a good win against the Roosters last week and, yeah, played so well. And then the Dragons were a bit sloppy, a bit unlucky in the second half and didn't really score in the second half that much, whereas the Tigers kind of ran away with it. So I'm looking for Panthers to do the same here against the Dragons, the same as what they did against the Roosters last week. Yep, lock it in, Eddie. Mate, she's in.
1: We got that one. And then uh, you've got a game on Saturday as well.
0: Yeah, so I've got um, a pretty obvious one here. The New Zealand Warriors, the uh, I've Got No Home Warriors, since they can't go back to New Zealand, otherwise the whole team's in quarantine, so they got to stay and kiss the homies in Australia. Yep. <laughs> they're playing the uh, Canberra Raiders. This is a home game for the Warriors, but since they can't go back to NZ, they're playing on the Gold Coast, as we mentioned before. So. Yep. It's actually no one's home ground advantage here, so I'm looking at the Raiders, Canberra Raiders here, take advantage of that, and they're also oh they're not paying this when we just had Any a look more. before. They just dropped heaps. Yesterday they were paying a dollar forty, now they're paying a dollar twenty two on the money line. So, yeah.
1: I think with all this cloud over the the Warriors, they're not really happy that they've got to stay in Australia, and a couple of blokes have already flown home because they've got a baby being born or whatnot. Um, I think you're getting paid, so you may as well stay over here and tough it out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's I only a week without your misses. It's like high school camp, mate. Best fun, you know? Exactly. You go to snorkeling, you go a bit of fishing <laughs> yeah. or fisting. Yeah, whatever you want to <laughs> do. But yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. The Raiders should win that one. Pretty tight odds there, though, on them jumping on the in money that line, much. Yeah. So. Maybe even on the handicap. Maybe. It's at 12 and a half at the minute, so...
0: Because, yeah, the uh, Raiders did look good against the Titans, Titans last week.
1: And the Warriors lost by 20 points or didn't even score a didn't point last score, week. did so. yeah. Yep, I reckon that's a pretty good look in there. I've and also got a bet on the Saturday. It's yep. the Sydney Roosters versus the Manly Sea Eagles, which I think is going to be match of the round here. Yep. Uh, Both teams had a loss last week, which is, a, I guess, a bit shocking. Uh, but they're... They're definitely two heavy favourites for the premiership this year. Um, obviously, stacked teams they've got there. So yeah. Firstly, I was looking at this match and I was looking at the total points going under just because of what they scored. Like the Roosters only scored fourteen and the Sea Eagles only scored four last week. Yeah. And that total points is at thirty-seven point five. But I was looking over their records head to head and it. Hasn't gone under the total points. Uh, well, it's gone over four out of the last five matchups. So, mm. I still think it could go under, but I'm probably looking more at the Roosters one to twelve, paying two dollars eighty eight here. So, I think yeah, that's, that's pretty, 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 pretty good. good hey, yeah, I see it being a tight match. So the one to twelve there, I think should be pretty it's good. a cheeky twenty bucks on that, mate. Exactly right. Exactly right. Bit of money for the KFC quarantine. Definitely. When I've got a lockdown. <laughs> Look out, Colonel! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope you've stockpiled your chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you'll see. It's both a KFC. So uh,
1: moving on to the Sunday.
0: Sunday, the twenty-second here. Yep. Um, I've got uh, previously mentioned Gold Coast Titans here. They're at home against the Paramount Eels. Sorry, I've got the Eels winning this one. Yep. Uh, Gold Coast got pumped last week. They could only manage one try, whereas the Eels. Was a low-scoring affair against the doggies. I actually thought the Eels' defence was quite good in a sloppy affair of like yep. under-12s rugby. Yeah, there it was, was a, pretty a sloppy lot match. of turnovers, but their defence did hold up quite well, especially deep on their own line. So, I'm looking at them to hold Gold Gold Coast <laughs> Titans um, to a pretty low score, and them to kind of get the uh, machine going there. And they're paying a dollar thirty-five on the money line. So. Yeah. You could even look at them on the handicap there too. It's probably sitting at about 8 to 10 points, which would be...
1: Yeah, exactly. Pretty I'm nice. Uh, I'm a little... Not that game in itself, but a little sceptical with teams travelling. Just because of this coronavirus, teams are... They're getting chartered flights and they're not... They're actually flying in on game day and flying out on game night. So they're oh, not shit. staying at any hotels. No recoveries. No, no so nothing. like recovery is going to be tough like especially getting on a flight after you've just played you know like your lactic acid can build up on flights and stuff yeah which may come into effect the next week or something but i think arriving at the ground on the day or arriving in the city on the day is pretty tough to you know you want to be waking up up ready for doing your routine of going for a walk having some breakfast you know whereas just getting off a plane and having to play straight away could be tough but I do think Parramatta will win that, but I'll definitely be keeping an eye on those away teams travelling.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about that. But, yeah, obviously domestic flights yeah. um, are something to consider. And, yeah, you, you don't want to be stuck in a foreign... Well, it's interstate, but it's foreign for the team who's actually yeah, exactly. been used to being located in Sydney, so...
1: Yeah, so yeah. I've got uh, one more on the Sunday. It's the West Tigers versus the Newcastle Knights. Uh, although the Tigers had a pretty good win last week for them over the Dragons, it wasn't convincing enough for me to say they'll win this match, especially with that Knights team and how well or how good they beat the Warriors. 20 to nil, didn't let a try in. Yeah, they looked really good, hey. In the wet Convincing too. win. Yeah, they played well. So I think if this was played in front of a crowd... Because it's at Leichardt Oval, I'd definitely be jumping on the Tigers here. But obviously, no crowd, not much of a home ground advantage yeah. anymore if you're taking the crowd out of it. Uh, so yeah, I've got the Knights head to head, and they're paying a dollar ninety each way. So yeah, I did see that. That's, that's pretty good, good money good. there. That's real for good for a head to head bet in the NRL. Mm. Mm. So I like that. And that wraps up the NRL for this week. So we're going to move into the AFL now.
0: Oh we're back, we're back in action here. Um the AFL is actually making a call today whether this uh round is going to go ahead, but fingers crossed it's all good and we can kick off the season tomorrow night. Yep. So um yeah, I'm really looking forward to this all off season. This is my bread and butter being a Victorian boy. This is where I make all my money in the AFL season too, so sports bet lookout. Yep. Um yep.
1: But uh, yeah, I'm keen, mate. So keen. am I, mate. I'm keen Thursday night game going. as well, yeah. so can't beat a bit of Thursday night football, can mm, ya? I know, especially yeah. when everyone's in self quarantine here. So hopefully, the, all this speculation about the AFL maybe not going ahead um, can be resolved, and hopefully, we're playing tomorrow night. Yeah, hope
0: so. Um, if not, anyway, we've got uh, we've got our tips going here and. Mate, what a first round we have here. We've got seven out of nine that could go either way here. There's a lot of potential. Most of the rough clubs last season had a very good off-season, which normally accounts for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, the AFL big bosses are in a meeting as we are recording this, so we've just got it on in the background, refreshing uh, updates here. But we've both got – well, we've got four tips in total here We've both got a Thursday night clash, which is the first game of the season.
1: Yeah, which normally you'd probably see 90,000 packed into the G Four.
0: Yeah, over 90. 90'd uh, yeah, be benchmark, least, So least. you'd be looking at 92, 93 season
1: there. Season opener. Yeah. So we've got Richmond versus Carlton as our first uh, tip here.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, oh, like, how can you not look past Richmond? They're paying twenty eight here, even without bashahooli Who's one of their key defenders? All Australian player. They've won the last five against Carlton, and they're playing at the MCG here, which is Richmond's home ground. And they've they've been pretty strong, pretty unbeatable at the MCG the last few years, including the final series. Obviously, they've won the flag yep. a couple of times. They are the reigning premise here, and yeah, look very strong. Um, mind you, Carlton have had a good off-season here. Picking up Jack Nunes and Jack Martin, which are very handy yeah. young players, are starting to put together a young core, but I don't think uh, it'll be enough to beat the Tigers here. Tigers are paying dollar twenty-eight, as I said, which is pretty good. So
1: yeah, like you said, they the Carlton had a, an all-right kind of preseason trials in that Marsh series, but it's not convincing enough to see them taking no. out, out the defending premiers here in their first game of the season. Um, yeah, Richmond heavy, heavy favourites and deservedly so. I mean, mm. I've got them winning 1-39 uh, to 39 here. Yeah. Not sure if there'll be a flog in there. But um, yeah, 1-39 to 39 just because uh, the average points margin at the MCG has been 28.4. So
0: Yeah, they normally, first round games, everyone thought Carlton was going to get flogged last year because Richmond Carlton's normally the one that kicks it off. Carlton only lost by 20 points and actually looked all right. Richmond pulled away late. So, yeah. They might just be putting up a fight before, like, round six, they give in for the year. Exactly. <laughs>
1: but we'll wait and see. So, so, yeah, I've got Richmond winning 1-39, to and then I think I'm also going to go them on the halftime full-time uh, yeah. winner. Yeah, that's head. a pretty good
0: one. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, there's a bit of excitement going around about that Carlton camp. But, yeah, well, you never know what happens, especially without the crowd there, too. Richmond play well in front of a big home crowd. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah, so we've both got the... Thursday there So that's,
1: uh, that's it The Friday the 20th Mate you've got a game Friday night Friday night lights Yep I've got uh, the Western Bulldogs versus the Collingwood Magpies Yeah This was a tough one
0: Yeah You're a pretty brave S- man I I'm think I'm brave uh, <laughs> But I'm going
1: I'm dipping my toe in <laughs> He's dipping his And I'm jumping in, <laughs> in the deep, fit, deep end I've now fell in the deep end <laughs> uh, We need Bondi rescue up here mate Yeah exactly So I'm actually tipping Collingwood To win this one Reason being, they've won the past... Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. Uh, coronavirus City down there in
1: Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. All the players getting tested. Uh, I've got them winning this just because they've won the previous three head-to-head matchups. Um, and the biggest margin of that being a win by 35 points. So 1-39 to 39, Collingwood. Um, yeah, just super tough one, but I think they'll get it done. Mate, you're a brave man. I... Both finals teams there, yeah. so...
0: Yeah, I... Western Bulldogs just had such a good pre-season, but uh, as we said before, that doesn't account for much. Nah. But they've... I don't know. I reckon the Doggies are going to have a good season this yeah.
1: season. Yeah, I can see it happening, but I mean, Collingwood Magpies, well ninety two or something yeah. they're playing, so... Collingwood should have had a premiership
0: the last couple of years, but they've been robbed a few yeah, times, just so... Yeah, just unlucky. Look, yeah, it could go either way, but...
1: We'll see how we go anyway, See how we go, Got to yeah. risk it to get the biscuit and when the odds are that good, you can't...
0: Mate, especially if the biscuit's soggy. Exactly. <laughs> Rightio. So, moving on here, we've got to uh, Saturday the 21st. I've got Essendon versus Fremantle here. Um, I didn't take into consideration this, but as Zach mentioned before, with the NRL, the players travelling interstate. I'm not too sure what the AFL players are doing, but if it's anything like the self-chartering... That's a fair, fair hike from Perth to Melbourne. for yep. So Essendon's playing at home here. Frio's the away team. They've got to come over from Perth. Then if it's the same day, same back, they've got a time difference, big travel day, rest, recover, recover all yeah, that kind massive. of stuff. Hadn't taken that in consideration, but that leans even more for Essendon here. So Essendon had a very strong uh, pre-season, which we harp on a bit, but I'm really liking their group... Um, And they are a bit of a, hmm, they can on their day beat absolutely anyone in the competition too. So, uh, my concerns are that Fremantle don't really have all the key players they need and they're still in a little bit of a rebuild here for this season. But, yeah, with that being said, I like uh, Essendon here, their home game. And uh, they they have won the last four out of five against Fremantle. So, I'm looking at Essendon home here. I'm not too sure what the odds are on that one, but... I'd be looking on the money line. I think it's around $1. thirty-five. Yeah,
1: right. I was also looking at this game as well as a potential, but couldn't lock it in. But I mean, yeah, if the AFL do follow suit with what the NRL have done with their player transport and not staying at hotels overnight, the night before and the night after, then yeah, I reckon it can really affect teams. Massive. just messes Especially up the preparation hugely. Massive.
0: Especially because you're jumping not just from Perth to Melbourne, but that's a two-hour time window as well, or mm-hmm. three hours.
1: Yeah, three-hour time window. So, if if Frio end up, or if the AFL end up putting this rule in place, Frio could be flying for a total of, like, what is it, six, seven hours?
0: Oh, yeah. In a day. More than that. In a day, there and back, eight-hour
1: travel. Like, that's Huge, Huge, yeah. Especially if they're doing that week-in, week-out, like,
0: I oh, know, they're going to have to stay at Revs, mate. Jesse Hogan's going to have him on a bit of a tampering board. <laughs> old oh, yeah. Mr. Bicky, Cookie Monster himself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it will be interesting to see. So, that's um, us on the Saturday. On the Sunday, we've both got the same game, but I'll let you yeah, we're roundin- us in there. Yeah,
1: we're rounding out the week here on the Sunday with the West Coast up against Melbourne. Melbourne being the sh- second shittest team last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> very disappointing in front of the suns obviously uh i think they had five, five wins for the year maybe six but don't uh, don't quote me on that one
0: yeah they didn't
1: didn't have a good season it's interesting to see because
0: the season before they finished so strongly and played finals for the first time in a long time and then people last season had them predicted yep. to be top 4 the melbourne falcons and then they there. finished bottom second last <laughs> <laughs>
1: second last so yeah that gives them second shooters team if in the comp last year but no i think west coast they'll win this comfortably like we just harped on again with the travel it is over in western australia so we'll see how that goes but yep i've gone west coast winning comfortably a dollar 32 head to head i would be loading up on this one i reckon if it stays at $1. yeah $1. I,
0: that's good value there i'm looking at um Benny Cousins to really take the quarantine control here in West Coast's favour. Him, Daniel Kerr, Daniel Chickie as well. Those <laughs> boys would have some serious... Uh, there's not enough viruses in the world to fight the gear that they'll be sleeping. in. <laughs> so Maybe I, the gear
1: fights the go- virus though. Exactly. They might I be under something.
0: Benny might be the, my healthiest boy in Perth at the moment. <laughs> um, but I agree with you here, mate. $1.32 is really good value. And I could be even looking at Eagles plus 40. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: nice. But Perth, I don't know about that flogging. first. That first week's hard to pick a flogging. Like, yeah. It's it can, can happen, but... The thing I like about the Eagles is they have...
0: Uh, this is debatable, but they have... I think they have the strongest midfield in yep. the league. They've picked up Tim Kelly from Geelong, who was one of the Brownlow favourites last season. He wanted to come home, so he's come home to Perth. He didn't want to... <laughs> This is pretty funny. He only wanted to come home, but only to West Coast Eagles. He didn't want yeah. to come home to Freo. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he came home to Freo, Nat Fife would win no more brown because he can actually play footy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm strong. looking at the Eagles midfield is the best. So I'm looking at them to really take control here. Melbourne do have a good midfield as well, but it's stacked. Um, Eagles are stacked and it flows off into half-back and half-forward too. So, you can almost control with their defence, Eagles have got to have one of the best spines in footy which is like running straight down the ground from full-back to full-forward. So, there, they make that fortress their own at Optus Stadium in Perth. So, I'm looking at them putting an absolute clinic on.
1: Yep, lock it in. West Coast, thirty two. I think you'd be mad not to jump on that. Yeah, But we will see come Sunday... As. So, yeah, we're going to
0: jump into something a bit different here. We're going to flow on through to the AFLW since uh, AFL men's is now starting, AFL women's, same thing, just women's game. So, we're going to go into the AFLW and we've both got one on the Friday.
1: We do have both got one on the Friday. I believe it's week seven of the AFLW, so only two Second more last. rounds. Yeah. Two more rounds until we head into finals footy. So, there's obviously teams that definitely won't be there, which is... The team we have here playing (laughs) Friday night. Yeah. (laughs) The Richmond Tigers up against the Brisbane Lions. The Lions have come off two pretty tough losses. Yeah. Lately. I mean, one to Frio and who did they play last week?
0: Oh, good question. North, Um, North, no, North Lake Geelong. Yep. Just have a little look-see there. I'll, um,
1: anyway, so they they've come off two pretty tough losses, uh, and they're just Collingwood. Collingwood. Collingwood, Collingwood the smashed them. Yeah, by
0: like 29 points or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've come off two tough losses, and they've kind of dropped. They're on that kind of like I guess the brink of that being in the top three to move on to the conference finals.
0: Yeah, they are sitting third behind GWS and obviously um, North Melbourne. Is on top. Now, they, Brisbane's in a strange...
1: They do have that draw and probably yeah, a game in about hand, to say. gets strange. them home, I reckon.
0: Well, they're sitting two points behind GWS and obviously six points behind the Kangaroos. No one's catching the Kangaroos, let's face it. No. Nah. But, yeah, they're only a game. And that draw might actually come in handy. Yeah, They'll sit that's two what points clean saying. of the Giants. So. Yeah,
1: so for us here, Friday night... Richmond Tigers up against the Brisbane Lions. Richmond still without a win for the season and only managing three points last week against the Saints.
0: Wow, three uh, points. Yeah, that's um, mate. I've seen soccer
1: games score higher than that. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon they could get some <laughs> under six Oz kids that have got a better chance of scoring more than three points up against Saints. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. I reckon you're right.
0: I reckon they could pull a group of 18 chicks off the street and they would still score more than three
1: points. I wouldn't doubt it because that's absolutely that's atrocious. That's I horrible. don't know what the coach says at halftime or full-time. Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't even show up to the sheds. I'd just go home and have a beer. They must have some ketamine in those oranges at half time because <laughs> there's
0: no way that they are playing serious <laughs> footy scoring three points at half time. But uh, credit to them. They keep... Showing up week in, week out after getting absolutely smashed, unlike country footy where you can just forfeit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What,
1: what are you looking at here, mate? Because this is a tough one. I, being a night game, lately they've kind of... No one's really blown anyone away with a night game. No. Because at first I was looking at this Brisbane 40 plus, but I don't know if they're going to score... F- beat them by 40 points.
0: Weather pending, I reckon Brisbane's is going to beat them by 40, 40. points. Yeah, Easy.
1: right. I just had them at 1-39, to 39, but I definitely think they can beat them 40 plus.
0: If Saints beat them by 39. Yeah. Like, GDL vs. Beat them by 45. Their, their average... Game,
1: they were day games though, which is what I, I... If it was a day game, I'd take Brisbane plus 40 all day. But just mm. being a night game, they've been a lot lower scoring.
0: Yeah. And the
1: Lions haven't put many points on in their last two, three games, so...
0: That's why I'm looking at Lions to really come out and make a statement here. I'm... I've got lines. This game's at Icon Park as well. So, it's not Richmond's home ground. This is Calden's home ground. So, uh, from what I've gathered this season, Richmond have played every home game away. They've played one in Bendigo. This is their second game they're playing at Icon Park this season. So, they're really getting shafted here by old Gil McLaughlin. Um, But, yeah, look, I'm looking at Brisbane to make a statement after losing the last two. They're actually a pretty well-scoring team. Obviously, Richmond is scoring three points. They are... Uh, a shit-ass. Yeah, they're magicians, mate, because they turn themselves into traffic cones out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of cones, they could probably do with some after this game, I reckon. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Only so one game after I've got this them
0: uh, moving into second spot in Conference A here with a big percentage-boosting win. So... Yeah. Yeah. Total th- points? Mm-hmm. I'd I mean, it's hard because under, if Richmond's Richmond. only scoring three points, that means Brisbane
1: has to score the total <laughs> points on
0: their own, <laughs> which is going to be like seventy.
1: But I think Richmond will score ten, which they've means just if lost you think the Lions, skipper as yeah. well, Katie
0: Brennan, who's probably their best player.
1: Well, she's obviously not that good, but um. Yeah, so she's <laughs> their best player. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't have too much in the way of talent. I know they've just signed they uh, a big target forward in. i can't remember her name but she came over from brisbane she was stouted as like the best forward in the game and Mm. all this but she's done nothing she's had enough at all she's had a bit too much uh small flat white vanilla getting around the cafe decaf decaf. (laughs) that's the problem yeah
1: stick a fork in richmond because they're done so
0: exactly they've kind of just lost all hope to live um but anyway, that wraps up our first game of the week there and uh, we'll move into the Saturday. We've both got one
1: game here as well. Yep, I believe that's uh, Carlton versus West Coast. You'd be correct there. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, I've got um actually Carlton shaping up here to be a massive threat comes is, finals this. time. Yeah, me too, yeah. Huge um, threat.
0: Go the Carlton girls. I am really getting around them and they absolutely polished off Melbourne. They were down at halftime, then came back and actually beaten by... I think 16 in Alice Springs. Yep. So no cases of coronavirus up there, I don't think. So the crowd was at the game. um, Probably got everything stolen out of their trays while they were watching, but (laughs) 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 just Alice Springs
1: things, you know. Uh, So, yeah, I agree with you here, mate. Um, Yeah, only the one loss for the season for the Carlton girls, uh, and they yeah they've come off some good wins like you just mentioned Melbourne and yeah they're they're on fire so they're they're steam into the finals. West Coast they're definitely having a struggling season as well dangling down the bottom of uh, the B conference there, and have come off a loss to the Suns so. Yeah, the Suns have really had like a fifty fifty season. They've probably been
0: the better of the first year clubs so far. They see that they're St Kilda yeah, maybe. You'd have to say, yeah. But Suns are putting wins on the board where Saints are just losing tight games. Um, So anyway, but the Suns, yeah, they had a good win against the Eagles in Perth too. And then if we take into consideration the travelling and all the other stuff we've already talked about, West Coast are flying over from Perth to play in Melbourne. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there.
1: In front of no crowd as well.
0: At at, um, Icon Park, which is...
1: Icon Park's getting a good workout this true. week.
0: So I'd be looking at Carlton plus 40.
1: Yeah, right. But you'd be paying $3 odd, three fifty something. Jeez. Yeah, could be. I might play it safe and I'll probably look at the total points going over and Carlton winning head-to-head. But yeah, definitely the, the potential money line for that, is... that plus 40.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Because previously when West Coast had to travel, Melbourne beat them by... 59 points or 60 mm. points and they were only down by 15 points in the third quarter and then Melbourne beat them by 60. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: oh, how no. good sport. I oh, know. Oh, we no. love it.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah that's uh, both game on the Saturday. I've actually got one closing out the week here which is on the Saturday as well. Uh, this is North Melbourne versus Western Bulldogs at Arden Street, which is North Melbourne's true home ground. And uh Yeah, I've got North Melbourne having a big win here. I thought uh North were actually going to lose last week to my girls in the Cats. Go to the Cats. However, they scored sixty-four points to seven in the last two quarters and absolutely smashed Geelong. So look for them to close out and even when that you they look down they can score quickly. The Doggies were pretty unlucky last week as they played in the highest scoring, scoring AFLW match ever recorded and lost to the ladder leaders, Fremantle, which is an admirable loss as well because they, Jesus, an absolute shootout. But uh, I don't think the Doggies can score that highly again. And if they do, I don't think they can outscore North Melbourne. North Melbourne have been consistently scoring yeah. ab- around the 60 point mark. So, if they do have a chance of being North, they're going to have to put some serious points on the board because their defense will not be able to hold them. So, I'm liking North Melbourne on the money line here. Yep. And the odds are pretty slim. So I'd have to agree with you on that one. North have been so strong this season. They've got a percentage of 230 yeah. nearly, which is massive. So, I'd almost be looking at North plus 40 as well. which you going all Out, out there call, oh, but... Yeah. Like, with no crowd at Arden Street, North scoring quickly, their ability is just ridiculous. So, plus it's a day game. You could even go the over on this one. as well. Yeah, I
1: think the over will probably smash. smash, Depending what it is. I mean, Mm. what was it? That Brisbane game last week, they set the over at like... 78 Around 75 mark Yeah They've started And they only the ended up Scoring like 56 points or something So if you see that The
0: over is just being Way like blown out Of the proportion here Just jump on the under mm. Too easy Exactly With no crowd And all the ketamine Oranges, oranges That are going around In Richmond <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It must be
1: prescribed from
0: their doctor. It must kill coronavirus Stephen Dank's moved over out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> After he's closed down Essendon as a club, he's trying to now close down Richmond. <laughs> so, I don't know. Hopefully, it flows into the men's and the Geelong boys can get the job done. Yep. But uh, that wraps up sport for us for the week. And keeping posted on our Instagram, we're going to do some tips as well. Yep. As well as coronavirus news. These codes may not be going on any longer, but the AFL is making a call, as we said, soon.
1: Yep, we'll keep you all filled in, so let's have a good week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the True Blue Punting Podcast. We appreciate all of your support and feedback.
0: Follow us on Instagram, iTunes and Spotify, at True Blue Punting, where you can find more content and interact with us. And please remember to gamble responsibly.